This week's podcast is brought to you by the Beefy Boys. Just three cool dudes hanging out, talking about sports, video games, music, and whatever else they feel like. <clears throat> find them at their website, www.beefyboys.com. Also, we hope you find your other podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, you know, all the regulars. The Beefy Boys, the best show on planet Earth. Hi, I'm Renee. And I'm Jess. And we're the Deerfoot Sisters. Sorry to interrupt, but we have some breaking news. We wanted to let you know that right now you're actually only listening to the second best podcast on planet Earth. That's right. If you want to check out the world's best podcast, search Deerfeet on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, you know, all the regulars. Deerfeet's a podcast featuring two sisters talking about life and all the kooky things it brings, like rhymes. So when you're done listening to this episode, be sure to check out Deerfeet. Or you can just do it right now. Thanks! Welcome to episode 55 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. We're recording on a Monday today. It's Veterans Day. We've got a lot to talk about today. Seahawks Niners. Oh, fuck yeah. The Knicks are doing stupid stuff. <laughs> Seattle Sounders. for this in there? I'm sure he did. There you go. Copyright strike. The Knicks are doing stupid stuff. Sounders, MLS champs. Yep. Again. Final Fantasy XIV is definitely going to be a topic. And I've been playing a weird new Joe game that I definitely want to talk about. So. Let's get into it. Where do you want to start? You want to start with Sounders? Did you see this news story, Christian, that for the MLS Cup, the Sounders got more people to Quest Field than have ever been there before for any any Seahawks game? And I think the one thing... no one cares about soccer, right? I think the one thing with that is the outdoor audience is something that they also... Counted. Factored in. Yes, because outside, obviously, if it's a fucking... MLS Cup, which is the Super Bowl of soccer, you're going to have your your fans who can't afford the tickets to go. Yeah, like I'm not gonna MLS I'm not gonna drop goddamn pricey. Uh, yeah, like I think Haley to be on the wait list. Haley to be on. I didn't go. Haley went, but she was on the wait list. She was on the wait list, and she scored the opportunity for tickets, and it was like two hundred and some bucks. Damn. I wouldn't pay for that. Just because I don't watch soccer and I don't deserve to be there because if they win the championship, I can't celebrate because I literally don't. What do you mean you can't celebrate? Of course you can. Of I don't know anything about soccer and I don't know anything about but the you Sounders. you know how to like flip I'm a glad that I'm, I'm I mean, super happy that she was able to go like go to the championship itself and celebrate and, and like she is the soccer fan of this yeah. house. So she was the one that literally gets to soak it all in and is to enjoy it to the extreme. Is she going to go to the parade tomorrow? We have to work. Oh. She can't go. But, like, I mean, it's congrats to the Sounders. You know, I'm not saying, like, oh, fuck them. But what I'm saying is I just don't watch soccer, so I can't speak yeah. on celebrating. What and time is the parade tomorrow? I got to look this up. I don't know. But, I mean, to beat Toronto at home in Seattle, it's special no matter what it is. And I do think it's really cool that the Sounders were able to punch the ticket, being the underdogs, too, in the playoffs – Punch that ticket to come here and play the championship at home in CenturyLink Field and win. It just adds to CenturyLink Field's legacy. There's been so many great moments in CenturyLink Field. And even back when it was Quest Field, 
there was great memories there. And there's been a oh, lot. Oh, did I call it Quest? I meant CenturyLink. Whatever. No, no, no. I, it, you didn't. No, you called it CenturyLink, but I just brought up Quest Field because there's a lot of great memories from Matt Hasselback era Seahawks. The Sounders were also playing in Quest Field. There's a, you know, the Sounders deserve respect, but I just don't watch soccer, so I can't. They've won that tw- twice in three years against the same team. They're the fucking, it's the Warriors. Uh, Cleveland matchup of the MLS, man. Oh, I hear, I hear a can. You hear that? And I'm cracking open what Joe brought in. We have a special one today. This is quite possibly the best cider I've ever had in my life. From Teton Cider Works out of Yakima, Washington, comes their Teton Cranberry Cider. Teton. Now these are warm (laughs) because I literally just pulled them off the shelf. Because if they were in my house, I would have drunk them all by now. But it is amazing. Hey, shout out to Yakima, frequent listener Amaudi. Congratulations on the new addition to your family. Uh, we love you, bud. Hope you're listening. Shout out. Yeah, cool. shout out. All right, let's see what Yakima brings to the table here. I mean, even warm. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I've had this before at uh, the Burt Gilman Brewery. They've had it there, there before as a guest cider, and it's really fucking good. Are you a convert, Christian? <coughs> the cranberry cider is something I'm a fan of. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And it's like... Cranberry, um, really, cranberry anything is good. Yeah, six point nine percent ABV. <laughs> like, like, it say tastes literally like cranberry juice. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's also got that like nice fall spice to it. Yeah, yeah, oh, it yeah. does. It's got that. Yeah, this tastes like our season right now. Yep, it tastes like the season. Why does cranberry have to be seasonal? Speaking of weird things that are seasonal, I went to the Mitt Mart the <laughs> other day. And Gary was like, oh, he used to have your job, ha, 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 and pointed to this large black man. I don't know. I guess he's <coughs> a shift lead now. And I was like, I'll have the smoked turkey and got the blues. This is the best sandwich we make. And for some reason, it's seasonal. And Gary and this guy pointed out, you know, it's only seasonal because they choose to make it seasonal. We have all of those ingredients year round. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, well, the, what? that's yeah. true. <laughs> this yeah. is your best sandwich. Yeah. Why is it seasonal? Yep. Uh, anyway. Because it has cranberry sauce. That's my sandwich related. And you're right. Why is cranberry seasonal? Yeah. You can have cranberry in the fucking summertime. I get like that that, uh, fruits and vegetables have seasons, but haven't we, with modern technology and greenhouses and GMOs, we've kind of gotten rid of that? Like modified shit. You you can can buy strawberries in February. Why can't I buy cranberries in April? I mean, (laughs) hell yeah, baby. You can buy canned cranberry. For your Thanksgiving Cran- needs. Cranberry is the way to go, man. Dude, canned cranberry is the fucking shit. We talked about this on We did on the last year's show, and I can't wait to talk about Thanksgiving again on this year's show. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've officially <laughs> been doing this for over a year. I know. Which is fucking awesome. I was going to say this last week. I was going to say this last week, but Vito, you, you were out friend. sick. One prayer equals one like. You had a migraine. <laughs> and let's... Let's look at the difference in between <clears throat> what a year can do. <laughs> Here's last the package year, the of Seahawks. clips I prepared. Just kidding. <laughs> last year, the Seahawks. Around this time, they were looking a little spotty. They were looking like a team that could possibly go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs. Then... Still looking like that. Then... Playing the Niners last year. Let's talk about a fucking drastic difference here. The Niners last year, uh, granted, Jimmy G was gone, but Jimmy G is not the reason why that team is successful, and I'll tell you why. 
I know you're a Jimmy Garoppolo believer. I am. And I know I frequent listener Rodrigo isn't a Jimmy Garoppolo believer, and he is a 49ers fan. I was trying to get him onto the show because it is hate week, and last week was 49ers and Seahawks hate week. So, okay, you need to, what the hell is hate week? You just, like, don't like the 49ers? Have you, you've never heard of hate week. No. Oh, you don't like college sports. No. So when Oregon plays the Huskies, there's hate week. So from the the second... You mean rivalry week? Yes. Okay. It's, but it's hate week. So, you, you know, anybody that you know who's the opposite fan, you have the whole week to talk shit, endless amounts of shit, endless amounts of fuck yous and fuck the Niners or fuck the Ducks and endless amounts of fuck the Seahawks, fuck the Huskies and anything that gets in, you know, all fun, competitive Ted Bundy Fanship. was a Husky. That's my favorite Oregon slogan. Ted Bundy was a Husky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I think I think uh, our buddy Jeff from work. Geoff, yes. Yep. Went to went to the Huskies game with a sign that said, the last time the Huskies beat Oregon, Ted Bundy was a Husky. <laughs> and to his... Is that... True. To his credit, he was right. Because <laughs> Oregon went on a 13-year win streak against the Huskies, and year after year after year after year of me saying that they were going to win the national championship, and year after year after year <laughs> not making it to the national championship, Oregon always was kicking the shit out of the Huskies. But times have changed. That Huskies defense is going to be huge. I'm actually going to be writing an article on that probably sometime this week. But because I think that the Huskies fans... You're really lighting the fire on me to finish our website redesign. So you can write those articles for us. I can write them for both. I can, I can put That's them on true. both websites. Um, and here's the thing. I've talked about this last year on the show, and this is a huge fucking reason for, for the Huskies that... Or this is a huge thing that the Huskies need to fucking address. This team, this defense, this offense, the offense sucks under Jake Eason. I like Jake Eason, and I think he has the potential to be a great quarterback. The only problem is is they built him up to be a, he's going to the first round of the draft, and I don't know how the fuck you're going to say that after this guy has only started for literally like eight games in his entire college career. Well, it's, it's been more than that. It's like 12 games. But seriously, he came from Georgia, which I understand that's, you Can know, I ask you, a very important question? What's up? Why does the University of Washington only ever employ quarterbacks named Jake? That's a great question. Because there was Jake Locker. Yes. And then there was Jake Browning. Yes. And now there's this Jake Easton fella. There's Keith Price. That's not Jake, though. That, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but Keith Price, Keith Price was the quarterback after Jake Brown. Or, yeah, no, sorry, after Jake Locker. And then it was Jake Browning. Then it was Jake Browning. And now it's Jake Easton. Now it's Jake so Easton. three out of four Jakes. And Jake Hayner left because he So there sucks. was another Jake. <laughs> at the point, at, there was a point where there was four Jakes on the Huskies quarterbacks. It's like how there's currently three starting NFL quarterbacks with the last name Allen, which is weird. Which oh, my is God. Weird. What, you never thought I, about I didn't that? think of that. <laughs> I never thought of that. You yeah. know, okay. That's 10%. <laughs> you know what makes me sad? The Bills, Ma- or the Bills Mafia, I feel bad for them. What happened? Because they, they had the, the potential Browns? to be, they had the, they had the potential to be such a great team this year. And they were looking like they were going to be that great team at 6-2. and two. 
Then they lost to the Browns. They lost to the Browns. They're still six and three, man. They're six and three. You guys are going to be seven and three tomorrow. I mean, and they're not over the same record. And so here's what I have to say about the the Bills. Don't lose hope. All right. The Browns have played two off games. Or sorry, the, the, the Bills have played two off games in the last couple of weeks. They're going to recuperate. They're going to readdress, and they're going to go to the playoffs this year. Bills Ma- or Bills Mafia and the Bills will be in the playoffs this year, and so will the Seahawks. And the Seahawks will be traveling to New Orleans to play the Saints, or they will be traveling to Minnesota to play the Vikings, or if the wild card goes in the Seahawks' favor, the Vikings will have to come here and play the Seahawks Again, only like about a month after they already played a Monday night matchup here in Seattle because they're going to be coming here in December to play Monday night football. So Seahawks have four primetime games in a row coming up. You following me, Joe? Yeah. Following me, Vito? No. I really wasn't paying attention, but sure. (laughs) So four primetime games in a row. Okay. You have tonight against the 49ers. Loss. I keep don't going, think so, man. Keep going, keep going. I don't think so. You know, you haven't watched football this year, man. I read the stats. Keep going. What's next? Then you have a bye week, which is huge. Okay. But after that bye week, they come out against Philadelphia. That's a win. Sunday night football against Philadelphia. Then the week after that, you got Monday night against Minnesota here in That's Central That's a loss. League. December Seahawks at home. Yeah. The Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins on primetime. Kirk Cousins is the best Q to be in the league somehow. Kirk Cousins year. at primetime. Yeah, he's been on fire, man. Not in primetime. Last night he was. Stats. What are you talking about? Okay, that's the first primetime game that he's been good <laughs> in. In how long? Yeah. You got to look at the stats. You got to, Kirk his Cousins. stats this year are insane. They're he's having a great year. Easy, yeah. He's having a great year. <laughs> but Kirk Cousins in big games that really matter, Kirk Cousins cannot deliver and has not delivered. Last night was a big win. I understand that. But Kirk Cousins, it's you. You just you gotta see you're it. You're just biased to against, about the past. Then man. he's killing it. You've got what? What? Which ones have I already covered? Okay, you got three. Forty Niners. You've got the Eagles. You have Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Then the week after Minnesota, you got Sunday Night Football against the the Rams. The Rams are terrible. I don't. And know I will be going team. to that game in L.A. And I will probably be getting beat up because the Coliseum is notorious. You just really want... I don't understand your desire to get punched at a sporting event. Like, it's just weird. Well, it's not right? that I want to. It's just that it's... Yeah. You seem excited about it. It's shitty LA fans. You're like, I just wish people would, like, throw beer on opposing fans. It was so much fun having beer thrown at me at the fucking Oregon game. I had no beer thrown at me. I had popcorn and sunflower seeds, and oh. I'm totally cool Use sunflower seeds? Like, spit on no. you? No. No, no, no. Nobody spits on you. As long as nobody spits on you, hits you, or fucking, you know, you can get beer thrown on you. I don't care. Just not dumped. Oh. Like, don't dump okay, your wait, beer wait, wait. on my head. <laughs> wait a second. Okay, hold on. What's the fucking difference? So if they like, if it's like an upward motion towards your chest, that's okay. But if it's just dumped on your head, that's well, like if you're celebrating and your fucking beer is going all over the place. Okay, that's not them throwing it at you. No, no, no. But it's like beer is still you're still getting soked in beer. I don't care. It's like your collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if somebody next to me is celebrating and their beer gets all over me, I don't fucking care. Um, But I do know that a lot of people fucking give a rat's ass. So check this out. So Oregon comes here to play. And our buddies all go to the game, right? 
This is the Yacht Rock community that is Huskies fans that drives okay. me fucking nuts. You go to a Huskies game, and the opposing fans are so fucking comfortable, and it, it just drives me insane. Yeah, God forbid we create an inclusive, welcoming environment in public. What assholes Fuck no. It should not be like that. This is, this is fucking football. This is grind time. You just live in time. the wrong city, man. I do live in the wrong city. If I lived in Houston Philadelphia or in or Buffalo something. or if I lived in Buffalo, dude, I'd be smashing tables week in and week out with my second favorite team in the league. And I will be going to a Buffalo's game or a Buffalo Bills game just in the near future. I have hey, to speaking of the Seahawks, I need to go on a tangent here. I was bored and looking for some. So it's the last week of class, meaning. All day, every day, I'm helping to debug code, which means by the end of the day, my brain is mush. So I have no energy for, like, any video game that requires thought. So I downloaded Madden to start playing it again. (laughs) And my Origin account's been fucking hacked. The one tied to my PSN, so I can't log in to any EA game right now. I've been on the horn with support, but they're fucking useless. They sent me a form to fill out, and the website was broken. I'm like, can you just, like, disconnect it? I really don't care about this account. I just want to be able to play online. Like, yeah, we can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean you can't do that? It sounds like an or- yeah, that Christ. sounds like a, a typical origin problem. Anyway, mm-hmm. I started playing an offline franchise. It's Madden 18. I know. Up to date. I made a Same receiver. Same fucking game as 19. A receiver on the Seahawks. Why can't... Russell Wilson complete a fucking pass, man. I'm wide open down the field, and he underthrows it, gets cut off by the safety pick six every time. I'm like, what the fuck? Also, do you know my receiver's name? Mana T. His first name's Mana, last name T-E-E. That's pretty good. Is he good? Yeah, he's 84 overall already. You know who's good? You know who's really good? DK Metcalf. He's great at running go routes only. But yeah, he's been doing pretty well. Hey, speaking of weird draft positions, let's talk about Daniel Jones real fast. Most fumbles in the league. I'm getting there. So he has almost 2,000 yards since week three. That's pretty good. 15 touchdowns, eight picks. That's pretty good. But how does a quarterback fumble the ball 11 times? I think... (laughs) That's fucking weird. I think if you see it, you have to see it to believe it. Because you see that stat and you're like, no fucking way does a quarterback fumble that much. This poor guy... I saw Aaron Rodgers get tackled in the oh, end wait, zone. Wait, is this 13? I can't. Why is it like this? I think it's 13 fumbles because he has two as a rusher and 11 as a passer. Yeah. He's only been sacked 32 times. That's one out of three times he fumbles. That's absurd. I saw. So let me point out the difference in QBs here. You have a quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, struggling at home against Carolina. Backed up against his end zone. He throws the ball away like he always does. Mm-hmm. That's Aaron Rodgers' best pass. It's out of bounds. Oh, I know where this is going. You're angry about uh, roughing the passer call. Or he gets tackled in the end zone, which he threw the ball away in the pocket to no receiver, which is, what is it, Joe? If it gets out of bounds, it's not intentional. Grinding. If it doesn't cross the line of scrimmage. If it gets out of bounds, it doesn't matter. If it doesn't cross the line of scrimmage and it hits the turf inbounds and it goes out of bounds, it's not out of bounds. Pass. That's true. So it's it's one the, the the play right off the bat was not Aaron Rodgers' play, but 
The Packers in Lambeau are a special breed oh God, of man. humans. You know why? Because they're untouchable. That's and I'll untrue. tell you why. <laughs> I will tell you why. Aaron Rodgers throws the ball away in the pocket. Shitty fucking pass. Then gets tackled in the end zone. Not even a, like a fucking fraction of a second after he gets rid of the ball. The defender goes down with his arms up and lands on top of Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking this up right now. How is he? His arms are extended as they're going to the ground. How does he get called for roughing the fucking passer? On third and long, it's bullshit, man. Even if the ball did go out of bounds, if I saw it wrong, the ball went out of bounds, sure. But it's still fourth down. You don't get the you don't get the safety. That's fine. I'm fine with that. But it's still fourth down in your end zone. Roughing the fucking passer for getting tackled. Unfucking believable. And you should have seen what the Packers were doing to Kyle Allen all day. Four or five fucking pass rushers are landing on top of this poor fucker. And the and and he's having to just get up and keep chugging along. Aaron Rodgers is the most spoiled quarterback in the fucking league, and it drives me nuts. All right, sorry about that. Uh, computer pros for no reason. Thanks for that garage band. Anyways, oh, we were well. saying Aaron Rodgers most spoiled quarterback in the league, and it drives you nuts. Drives me fucking nuts. So let me tell you about Dr. Jones, uh, Mr. fucking <sighs> Danny Dimes here. Danny Dimes, yeah, sure. He's got one of the worst O-lines I've seen. It is really bad. When you have a pass rusher in your backfield in less than, you know, 1.5 fucking seconds, <laughs> you're going to fumble the ball. And a lot of the fumbles... Okay, so yesterday one of his fumbles was literally ripped out of his hands. So they run a play-action pass. Because Saquon missed the block badly. And this is huge on Jamal Adams because I think Jamal Adams is a great player. And it was awesome to see him bust through that fucking line and literally... Take, like, him and Daniel Jones were, like, on a date holding hands. They were so intimate together in this exchange. And then he just rips that fucking football out of Daniel Jones' hands and scores a touchdown. It was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, Hmm. And all the credit Hmm. to him. Hmm. I don't know. The team's terrible. They lost to the fucking Jets, who are, like, cartoonishly bad. They're terrible, but Miami's on a two-game win streak. I know. So the Giants might get the number one overall pick to attack Leo. You never know. Uh, fucking. What, Justin Herbert? No, no, no. I was going to say. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Um, you guys aren't getting number one pick. Well, who's going to get it? The Bengals? The Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals are terrible. <laughs> the Bengals are tanking. They yeah. are literally tanking. Yeah. Hey, you want to talk about. They bench the Red Rifle, who is the only one capable of getting them down the fucking field. They handed the ball off. I know, they had the Seahawks offense. They handed the ball off to run, 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 Joe run. Mixon yesterday. God, I wish I had saved how many times they handed it off. It was over 20. I think it was like 20, 24 fucking times or something like that. Maybe more than that. But holy shit. They're tanking. And you can you can clearly see it. So speaking The Redskins of, of are also worse than That's true. But they're the a disaster. Giants. The Redskins are like the Knicks of the NFL, and I want to talk about the Knicks real fast. Did you see this news press conference? So, Vito, for context, teams lose on purpose all the time. It gives you a better draft pick, and then the more 
draft picks you have, the better you can be in the future. The Knicks are trying to do that right now. Their roster doesn't make any sense. They only have point guards and power forwards, which is really weird. You can't play four power forwards at once. Anyway, they're 2-8. and eight. Their GM and team president called an impromptu press conference to say that they're not happy with the results so far. First of all, I thought the goal was to lose on purpose. So then why are you saying you're not, you expected to win more? Like, what are you talking, have you, did you look at your team? Yeah, but nobody's going to outright, nobody's going to outright say we're trying to lose. Yeah, but there's a difference because most of the time when you're tanking, you just, it's like, you just brush it under the rug. They literally called a press conference. Like, they're trying to throw the coach under the bus. It's clear they're about to fire him. And it's also obvious this is coming from James Dolan, the owner, who's a fucking moron and doesn't understand how the modern NBA is run. (laughs) Like, they legit sounded like they thought they'd be better than 2-8. and eight. Look at their roster. <laughs> it's garbage, man. The Knicks are fucking it's, terrible. Uh, I might be about to swear them off, too. I'm open to a new team. Although, last time I did that, the Colts was a poor choice. Not Since really, man. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. Was, he's injured. Well, he's injured now, but, dude, he was awesome. I, I was, was so excited happy. about Andrew Luck. All right, that's why I wanted to be a Colts. I was so happy about Jacoby Brissett being able to come out there and play the way that he was, even you know when he got injured. But it sucks. Also, uh, I do have to apologize. I listened back and I was wrong about Dexter Lawrence. He was a good pickup in the middle of the first round. I'm still right about Daniel Jones, though. He's terrible, dude. Anyway, you suck. He's not terrible. Yeah, he's he's awful. His team is god awful. So speaking <laughs> of tanks. In the new Final Fantasy fourteen raid, <laughs> there's a literal, a literal tank that you have to kill. Really? Yeah, it's not in, one of the. It's not one the of the bosses. Factory? Yeah, it's not one of the bosses, but you, you, it's like a mini boss. Oh. There's like a series of two mini bosses in between one, one uh, uh, two of the bosses. How badass is the music in that raid? Oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, near autonomous based raid. Near Autonoma is a game about robots. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So you, now, now we have a crossover raid that's all about killing robots. I really want. That two B armor set. It's so it's fucking good. Freaking awesome. Ugh. So good. Yeah. I'm That's enjoying it. the shit out of Modern Warfare, man. Yeah. I think it is. It is probably the best Call of Duty game to come out in the last <laughs> sh- ten years. Sh- Shooting a game at 354. So I've been listening back to old episodes, <laughs> and I'm gonna call you out, Christian, because last year when you bought Black Ops Four, Black Ops Four is one you of the said, best. and I quote, "I don't think I'm gonna buy another Call of Duty for two or three years. I can't keep buying them every year." I said the same thing about fucking Madden. <laughs> look yeah. at me. But I didn't buy Madden 20 this year. It's I didn't like get me it. saying I'm not going to buy the next WoW expansion because I don't like the current WoW. I just I'm flat out. I was you been playing World of Warcraft and classic World of Warcraft. And Final Fantasy 14. How do you have the time for three MMOs? You're crazy. So I do like five levels a week on classic WoW. And then okay. I do like little spurts here and there on, on regular WoW with with uh with Jane when she, when we're feeling like it. Mm-hmm. But I mostly play Final Fantasy 14 still. Yeah, that's the one, man. Cuz it's just a better game right now. It is so good. The 5.1, dude, the gathering and crafting changes. Oh my oh god. Oh my god, so yes. Awesome. I still have I still need to get into all that. So, so here's awesome. what I love about the new Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Enough I know. of your nerd <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's funny because it's like, you know, I did say that and it was it was kind of true. But they did make a lot of promises this year that have been delivered. This is an entire this is an entirely new Call of Duty. You I haven't what? I haven't Quick played a Call point. of Duty like this. Quick before. side point. Call of Duty is Call of Duty the one that's also part of Activision Blizzard? Yes. Yeah. 
because they're also doing that with World of Warcraft. With this expansion, complete shit, garbage, fucking shit show. Next expansion, they're not doing anything really super new. But we haven't even talked about BlizzCon enough. They're like fixing yet, everything. We waited for you for this. Yeah, Diablo Four, fucking. I watched the trailer. So excited for the, the cinematic trailer for uh, World of Warcraft. Oh yeah, and. Because some one of my students was like you have to watch this. I cried. It's so good, and I'm like I have no idea what's going on. The cinematic trailer wasn't very good for um, World of Warcraft. I mean, it was a. It's always going to be a good trailer, like art design and like all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Should I be excited about the stories? The, the story's just really shit from BFA going into Shadowlands. But I'm hoping Shadow, yeah. Shadowlands will be good itself. Should I be excited for Diablo Four though? Because. The one t- takeaway from that event that I saw was that, like, oh, yeah, it's it, people complain that Diablo 3 was too colorful. So this is going to be drab again. Like, oh, great, great. You ha- you made a bold artistic choice, and then the internet complained about it. So you said, nope, we're going to go back to it. It wasn't a bold artistic choice. The story was shit in Diablo 3. No, th- this, yes, I agree. But the specific. The, the, the colors thing, and shit. Yeah, the they color, talked the, about the, the colors. The Diablo 3 were, like, not good. What are you talking about? It, it looked like wow. It's like, yeah, if I, I want to play great. wow. If I want to play WoW, I'm going to go play WoW. No. If I want to play a fucking dark, gothic, fucking killing demons, I want it to it, be dark You were and killing gothic. demons. They just had cool colors, man. That's they all weren't I'm cool. Saying. Not everything has to be black and red all the time. There are other colors. No, That's I know I'm there's saying. more colors. It's just like how bright and fucking colorful it was reminding me of WoW. I'm like, I'm just going to play WoW then. Jeez, like, you're the worst. <laughs> no, literally. It's like I just get bored looking at a top-down view of like WoW colors. But What's the class? The Shaman? Diablo colors, it's all like one? dark and gothic and spooky. and. I am excited about the class that can transform into like a werebear and shit. That looks cool. Yes, that, that looks, looks so cool. cool. I hope... They have Necromancer in the base game in this one. Uh, if they don't, I'm not buying it. So I only ever played, um, <laughs> I want to say Wizard, yeah. which was like, this is basically just, I have like, I'm Cyclops, essentially. I have a laser yeah, beam and that's the, the, the only yeah, thing yeah. I do. But, <laughs> like this um, is, like it's silly, mindless fun. Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, oh, I got a cool new piece of loot. It's purple. That means it's good. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, d- I played uh, Monk, I think mainly and... It was really fun because I I could like combo, uh, like glyphs or whatever together to make my seven sided strike really stupid powerful and be like yeah. on a low cooldown and also teleport me places. And so I would like teleport across the screen, do the seven sided strike or whatever. And then I just I always when in any game with classes like that, I'm always going to be ranged. I'm an archer if it's available. Always, <laughs> I was an archer in fucking Monster Hunter World. Oh. I think I was an archer in Diablo two. Yeah, Diablo one and two, I played as an archer. There wasn't yeah, an archer just, class in Diablo 3. I just, my favorite way to play is Necromancer, and they didn't have it when I was playing. Um, well, it's in now. I love well, the, yeah, but I I love the old Diablo I, games. I, I didn't buy the new class, so. I never got into them. My friends in high school were so into them. They would talk about, like, all the good trades they made. Like, oh, I got three grandfathers for this. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I didn't <laughs> play Diablo 3, but that was just because I was already, I know it came out on the console, but I'm not going to play a game that's pretty much made for a computer on the console they actually it, it works really well it, with a it, controller it, 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 it actually arguably works better on on a controller interesting because they they, they really dumbed down the mechanics to make it uh, yeah work really well with a, a lot of those diablo console. clones work well I, I think diablo 3 was made more to be a con a console convert well and it especially the ultimate and, edition. and they just replaced it on P, P, uh, or they just play, placed it on pc first because their main crowds on pc never forget yeah. the real money auction house what a disaster God, that yeah. was <laughs> i don't know i'm still fucking pissed off at activision blizzard because that apology oh, yeah. for blitzchung was bullshit yeah but 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, I mean, he's still Blizzard suspended, still though. Shit, but they're, they're at least making some... At least promises in their games. Yeah. That are, I mean, once they stop you know. sucking chairman's balls... It'll never happen. I mean, be, the NF or the NBA stood up to China, but Activision. Oh, will you know never what I hear it. though with their finances, um, that it's the biggest subscriber increase that they've ever seen in the history of WoW when Classic released. Jesus Damn. Christ. So here's People what I'll say. Dumb. So usually, when Call of Duties make their promise of, "Hey, you guys, this is going to be a experience that you've never had before." We all know it's fucking horseshit, but we all know we're going to buy it, right? This fucking mic stand is starting to piss me the fuck off. We all know it's bullshit, but they all know we're still going to buy their bullshit. People like me. People like, you know, the guys I play Call of Duty with. Everybody buys them every year. I love what they did this year. I love how Modern Warfare came out. It has its issues, yes, but every game is going to have its issues, but the biggest problem that needs to be addressed is for that game to stop turning my goddamn console off for no fucking Oh, it reason. crashes? That's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. Um, you can beat it. If you know it's going to happen, you can beat it. You can just go to the homepage, quit out of the game, and then go back in, and it doesn't do it. But if you let it freeze for too long, your console will just shut off. So you can beat it at least. If you know what you're doing, you can you can go to the homepage really quick and cancel out of the game and just let it restart. Um, that's its biggest that's its biggest problem right now. And then of, of course fixing some of the mission setups and fixing some of the things that go into that. But so it's in beta basically. So they're delivering a game that is in beta. And <laughs> well here's the thing. They said, "Oh, we're going to have cross-platform play." I was wondering about how that was going to work. I thought that was going Dude, to be atrocious. So I'm like two down already. <laughs> like I thought cross-platform play was going to be the biggest problem with the game. It's fucking flawless. Why would you think that's a problem? It's been working in Fortnite and Rocket League for months. It's fucking flawless. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it's It was awesome. never a problem. It was always in the 360 PS3 generation. Microsoft was like, fuck you guys. We're not going to let PS3 players into our user base. And then this generation, Sony said the same thing. Like, yo, no one's playing the Xbox. Why would we let you have our players just come play on our system? It's always been dumb. So it's awesome that that's finally a thing. You got PC, you got PlayStation, you've got everything. It's awesome. And then you've got so many cool things like $60 for the game, right? You can buy the $100 if you want three fucking outfits and Call of Duty money or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, Call of Duty money. Whatever. <laughs> if you want to spend $100, spend $100. I'm not going to do that. I spent 60 bucks, and guess what? Not even a month after the game is delivered, they've done a few different updates, and I'm, I haven't played it since last week, so I'm not sure what's been updated, but the first DLCs came out. Are they free? I was just going to say, guess how much it costs. Free? It's free. $65. <laughs> Anything they release is free. Anything that they release comes out for every person that's playing the game on the same day i'm glad no they've caught up to this, where the witcher 3 was four years ago no yeah. more of this fucking bullshit of playstation gets every mmo <laughs> playstation gets the fucking rights of well no because expansions aren't dlc yeah, but patches it's like are. if they made you pay for the patches that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. which they don't yeah and so 
$60 for the base game to get free content, free guns, free for everything that comes out you can you can get in the game and you don't have to buy it. You can buy it if you're a fucking douche and want to give them money, but if you don't want to give them extra money for buying the game, play it, enjoy it, have fun. It's awesome. Uh, my brother and I play it. We play 2v2. They had the 2v2 playlist that has a whole different map set. So you have Ground War that's got a whole different map set up. You have regular matchups, like, you know, your regular games like Team Deathmatch, Demolition, or Domination, and Search and Destroy and shit. Different maps. And then you have Gunfight, which is 2v2, and those have their own map playlist. So it's cool. There's different maps and there's, you know, all that shit. They have night a nighttime realism setup thing that, that goes in there that people really love. I personally think that that's for fucking sweaty tryhards, and I don't play that shit just because I don't want to play a whole match in fucking night vision. Um, other than that, I said I was going to give my review on the game, and I finally did. I'm giving it out. I fucking love it. And I think anybody who's a Call of Duty fan loves it. So what's the rating? Ratings are stupid. Where does it rank on your top ten Call of Duties? Oh, it's not better than Black Ops Two. Was it's that number one? N- yeah, and it's not better than. Uh, so Black Ops Two is number one. It's not better than Call or it's Modern Warfare Two. So it's number three. It's number three. So it beats Black Ops Four from last. Beats time. Black Ops Four, and they're also talking about you know because everybody who's playing it is like where's fucking Battle Royale mode blah 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 it's got to be in there. They're like listen here and you fucking. 12-year-old douchebags. We're going to put it in, just not yet. Just play regular Call of Duty for <laughs> the now. The game wasn't ready, but we had to release it because it was November, so sorry, it'll come later. I'm Yo. fine with them adding free content if I don't have to pay for it. That's not adding free content. That's something that was promised at launch and isn't there. That's an incomplete game. They, they, they didn't promise it at launch. They promised it as a feature. It no, they Features didn't. are expected to be there at launch. Yes, they They did. never promised Battle Royale. They said they didn't know if they were going to have it in there or not. Well, if they intended to add it, they should add it before they release the game. Nah. Yes. I don't care. I mean, yeah, if you don't have to pay more for it, I guess. Yeah, you're not paying for it. They're just going to... Like, as long as they have the base game and they're adding more shit later. You have the campaign, you have spec ops, you have multiplayer. It's more than enough for 60 bucks. It's a complete game. Yeah, for me, that would be the same as if, like, they promised, like, a bunch of cosmetic changes in, in... in in World of Warcraft and they, they like one of the cosmetic changes had had to be pushed back or something. <coughs> like like World of Warcraft they, they pushed back uh Worgen and Goblins being updated on their models uh for like four years. <laughs> but I really enjoy the game. I really enjoy it. It's very fucking loud. So if you're playing it with headphones on it is that's fucking so that's such loud. a weird thing. <laughs> like, can't you just turn it down? <laughs> no, you can turn it down. You're still getting fucking PTSD. Oh, you're telling me shit. that the sound mixing is bad. Yes. Like anytime you try and watch an action movie on HBO, and for some reason every explosion like rings your eardrums, and then the dialogue it sounds like they're fucking whispering. Like, who yep. mixed this? Fix this for Christ's sake. I don't. I shouldn't have to turn the volume up and down. Yeah. Whether or not it's an action movie, machine that yeah. drives me nuts. That drives me nuts. Drives me nuts, too. I want to talk about a game I've been playing. This is a Joe game for sure. This game was created by Lucas Pope, one person. He also made a game called Papers, Please. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. This is called Return of the Oberdin. 
Have you heard of this one? No. Okay, so it looks like an old Apple IIe game, like all like vector black and white graphics and shit. And the idea is it's like 1805. You're an insurance investigator, and this ship has shown up with nobody on it. So there were 60 people on the ship, and now there's nobody on it. So your job is to walk around the ship, figuring out what happened to every single person. To do this, you have this magical stopwatch that if you find a corpse, it'll show you the moment they died. You can also hear some dialogue on a black screen leading up to the moment they died, and then you can see the moment they died. So you have to figure out, like, okay, this guy's wearing a fancy hat. That means he must be one of the officers, right? Because they almost never call each other by name, which would be great, because you have, like, a list of all the people on the ship, right? So your goal is to figure out what happened to every single person. Uh, Spoilers, they almost all died. But you have to be like, okay, this person was electrocuted. This person was shot with a cannon by this other person, you know. So it's pretty Crazy. awesome. And then it's, it's like you got to like focus on like the weirdest shit. Like, okay, well, we're in the sales. This guy got electrocuted in the sales, for example. So he must be a topman because those are the guys in the sales. Oh, I have this crew photo and he's standing here next to all these other guys wearing the same uniform. They all must be topmen. So then you can narrow it down that way. You'd be like, okay, well, there's four top men, and that's the one who got electrocuted. So then these guys are top men, you know. Mm-hmm. Stuff that like game that. sounds like it would take me forever. I beat it in a day. <laughs> that game sounds like it would take me forever. I did have to look up some hints, but only a little. It doesn't sound like a bad game. It sounds like fun. It's yeah. really fun. It's like a logic puzzle, but like the story is real weird. And I, I actually like kind of like those games. Like, it gets very like yeah. occult and Cthulhu-esque. Like, there's definitely, like, weird monsters. Like, like, a boat showing up with 60 dead people on it. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And this, like, stopwatch that can show you how they died. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty pretty cool. I played it yesterday for six hours, and then I beat it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, Joe, I'm going to ask you. What's the score tonight? The Seahawks uh, 49ers? I don't know. Who's who's the home team? 49ers. 49ers? Let's say 31-17. Niners. Vito? I don't know how these scores work. <laughs> Two to three. <laughs> <laughs> um one nil. That's a possible score. So what do you think about what do you think about Josh Gordon? What about him? What do you think about him as Is a player? Is he playing? Yeah, he's active. He's playing tonight. If the I think if the Patriots can't fix him, no one can. I don't think he's that's too true. Far gone, man. I don't think that's true, because they tried to say the same thing about Cassius Marsh. I don't even know who that is. And Cassius, Cassius Marsh works out everywhere else in the league except for the Patriots. Just some players can't uh. can't do the Patriots. They're they're. They're a cutthroat organization, and they're great they fix for a Randy reason. Randy Moss. They're great they, for a reason. Randy Moss didn't need to be fixed, man. Yeah, Randy Moss was Brown. fucking nuts. They couldn't fix Antonio Brown. Nobody can fix him. He's fucking retarded. And that's yeah, because he got done. his brain rattled by Vontez Perfect, and the CTE has finally eaten his whole brain. <sighs> um, so, See? Josh Gordon... Had a bad situation happen in in New England. I don't blame him for not going to practice. I don't blame him for not showing up on time. They did him so fucking dirty, it was... It what was are you fucked. talking about? They gave him every opportunity. So, Josh Gordon 
runs down what was a Tom Brady uh, fumble yeah. against the Giants. And Josh Gordon ran all the way up the field and tackled the defender and, like, I think he bent his knee in a weird way and was he was out for the rest of the game. Yeah. Not a serious injury. One day later, they bring in Mohamed Sanu. The day they bring in Mohamed Sanu, they put... Yeah, because he wasn't showing up to meetings. They and he put wasn't, fucking Josh Gordon on injured reserve. Again, because he wasn't participating in the Patriots' way. He This all happened after they put him on injured reserve. That's, I do not believe that for a second. <laughs> you really think they would hold him for that long if he's not showing up the whole season? I think they were looking for a way out, and they found one. I think they did him fucking dirty. And I think that the, the Patriots, if they don't want you, they'll, they'll get rid of you. And they did. They got rid I mean, of him. That's true, but they needed a receiver. But, but to just like fucking, I don't know. I think they did Josh Gordon dirty. He's he's here. He's practiced all week. He looks good. He's healthy. He's gonna be a distraction. You know who's gonna cover him? Richard Sherman. <laughs> so I want you to tell me who's gonna watch Tyler Lockett. Who's going to watch DK Metcalf? I don't don't care. You're telling me you think your receivers are better than the Niners secondary. Yes. That's what you're telling me. The Niners front front seven is one of the best in football. Niners front seven is one of the best in football. They lost Quan Alexander for the whole year. Uh, Witherspoon is out because he got injured. George Kittle is fucking out. They beat the Patriots, man. What? Wait, didn't they? Or no, they didn't. Who beat no, the Patriots? They haven't played anybody. When you play the fucking uh-huh. Redskins and the fucking Browns and uh-huh. all that shit, you're going to be undefeated. And uh-huh. there's so look, they're undefeated, but there's no way that this 49ers team is better than the 2013 49ers when they had Frank Gore and Kaepernick and they had Navarro you're Bowman. Crazy. They were better. That was a better you're football crazy. team. Jimmy Garoppolo they're can't throw a deep ball. Now. They're better coached. They have the best defense in football. You think that they're better coached? Than they were in 2013? Yes, I do. In 2012, they went to the Super Bowl. In 2013, they went to the NFC Championship. Okay. They're going to go on the road this year. Kyle Shanahan's a better coach than So let's talk about the 49ers' second half of the season. Do you know who they play? No. They play the Seahawks. Win. Today. Yeah. They play the Cardinals next week, who almost beat them. Who (laughs) almost beat them. But they didn't, though. Still showed their loss flaws. Is a loss. They lose Quan Alexander and fucking what's his face, uh, the new pickup from Miami, Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Shit all over that front seven. Um, so they have the Seahawks, they have the Cardinals, they have the Rams, they have Green Bay, they have the Saints, they have Atlanta, who's a win, but they just beat the Saints. So yeah. You never know. The Saints just lost Trap to Atlanta. So. <laughs> um, but Green Bay, in Green Bay, that's going to be the true test. And I don't think Jimmy what, Garoppolo... tonight's not the true test, man? Jimmy Garoppolo... Well, tonight's a true test for the Seahawks, not for the Niners. The Niners are fucking 8-0. Yeah, I know. The Seahawks are 7-2, and two, having a great year. Russell Wilson's obviously a front man for the MVP next to Christian McCaffrey, and now you have Lamar Jackson, who I absolutely love. I love the three front runners for the MVP of the season. Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey... And Lamar Jackson. I absolutely love all three of those players, and they're all awesome to watch. McCaffrey is a fucking workhorse. He's on his way to breaking Chris Johnson's rushing record. He's also on his way to having the most touches by any running back. I think he gets the ball 
30 yeah. times a game. He's their whole offense. He is their whole offense. And he deserves to, you know, he got snubbed in the Heisman. And that's a topic for, for when the MVP candidates actually come out. Because I think he should have got the Heisman Trophy, and they totally fucked him over. Good thing we drafted Saquon second overall instead of McCaffrey, who had 13 rushes for one yard yesterday. Big game. Big game against the Jets for him. Um, anyway. That was his career low. You know what his previous career low was? It was 8 for 24 from the week before. <laughs> Dude, Daniel Jones is not the problem on that offense. Mm-hmm. That offensive That's line. Why you don't draft a, co- a running back second overall, man. Terrible. So... Seahawks win tonight. I think they win 20. I, or sorry, I think they win 35 to 31. You're not dropping 35 on that team. No yes, you way. Are. No way. Yes, you, you get are. Get your asses kicked, man. That's going to be so gratifying. <laughs> All right. I think they are. Quandre Diggs is being activated for the first time, which is going to be fun. You've got um, mm-hmm. Josh Gordon, who's activated for the first time. It's going to be awesome. But I do think, yes, the defensive backs for the San Francisco 49ers are not better than the Seahawks wide receivers. And that's DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Josh Gordon. Richard Sherman is having Richard Sherman is having a terrific year. Yeah. And he looks like he like he looks like how he did in the Seahawks, which is good for him. I'm glad. I'm glad that he's playing well and I'm glad that he's having a great year. That defense gave up. 30-some points to fucking Kyler Murray in that terrible fucking offense and that is the Cardinals. Uh-huh. And that's because, guess what? They lost key players in the defense. No, that's because the uh, Kyler Murray... Uh, who's the coach there? What's his name? I don't fuck. They have a unique, fresh perspective. And like I said, Marty Schottenheimer and Pete Carroll are a 1,000 years old and want to run it like it's 1985, man. They're going to get destroyed. Have you seen the Seahawks' stats? Have you seen what Russell Wilson has been able to do yes. on the field? Russell Wilson is have the you only seen, reason that team's any good. Have you seen that Chris Carson is a better running back than Matt Brieta? I, it doesn't matter because their defense is You're the so one that wants good. to talk stats, buddy. I'll show you stats. Uh-huh. I'll show you stats. Uh-huh. Chris Carson has better stats you're than gonna Matt You're going to lose Brieta. by 20 points, man. Russell Wilson has miles better stats than Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, that's true. Uh, no one is arguing that, that and Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Russell Wilson. And the only reason the Seahawks are any good this year is because the Russell Wilson is playing key, out of his the mind. The biggest key to the 49ers, they lost two O-linemen who have really helped them out this year. Joe Staley is coming back tonight, which mm-hmm. is big for them, but they have lost two other linemen who were dire to that offense. Mm-hmm. Guess who else they lost? The the best tight end in the fucking league. Yeah. George Kittle is out. The number one receiver in San Francisco <laughs> is out. If the Seahawks defense can hold the receivers, which they you haven't said been yourself, able to the do, Seahawks defense is terrible. They're fucking yeah. awful. But they can have they they can play in prime time, I believe. Uh-huh. They showed up on Thursday night football against the Rams and they made stops when they needed to make the stops. They made the stops last week against fucking dipshit famous Jameis who somehow played an all-pro game against the Seahawks <laughs> and then throws a fucking interception in his second pass of the game. It's unbelievable how good these teams look when they play the Seahawks defense. Mm-hmm. But for the first time in eons, the Seahawks feel comfortable with Russell Wilson in that offense running out there on the field because that O-line is goddamn good. But that front that front for that D-line for... for 49ers is the biggest test that these guys have had all yep. year, and the Seahawks are the best team 
the Niners have played all year. So it's going to be a fun matchup. I cannot fucking wait. Big respect to the 49ers. And if they win, they win. The Seahawks are not out of contention because they have the, the, the possibility of winning. But I'd say winning out the, the rest of the season. You never know. But it, with that being said, big game tonight. Can't fucking wait. Vito, I'm happy you're back, buddy. Yeah. It's so good to be back. No quiz. No quiz this week, huh? I didn't make a quiz. I thought about it. I was going to do Is It a Fish Part 2, but I couldn't find enough uh, musically themed fish to make the theme work. <laughs> Guitar fish is a real fish, by the way. That's funny. So is a drum. A red drum. Would you guys rather go drum. into space or go to the bottom of the ocean? The ocean, of ocean. course. Yeah. Ocean forever. I don't think so, man. We've Why? explored more space than we have of our ocean. That's I know. true. I'm going up into space. <laughs> I'm not going into the ocean. I'm scared? Fuck that shit. I There's a monster in there. Ocean. There's a there fucking monster. There are monsters in the ocean. They're just fish. There's a monster yeah. in there. Encephalopods. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I'd rather go. I'd rather go into space. And I'm not saying you're getting lost. I'm just saying a trip to space or a trip to the ocean. Mind space you, space sounds so much more dangerous. Like I know how to swim. <laughs> like, I can't, can't swim, you can't in, swim space. in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Well, how float. deep is the ocean? How, how deep are we talking? The bottom. Like, like I'm talking like seven miles deep. Okay, in so the Mariana yes, Trench. Then that would also be scary. Yes. Yeah. But See? if you're talking like forty feet down, like no, 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 I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking ocean, ocean, ocean is in monster territory. Uh huh. And there is monsters, man. Whales are technically fucking monsters. What are you talking about? How is a whale a monster? I love whales, and they're you know they're cute, but they're monsters. Uh huh. They're huge. Uh-huh. Sperm whale is like sixty five feet long. That's fucking. A blue whale is a hundred feet long. I know. <laughs> you get that? It's a fucking monster. <laughs> And in space, there ain't shit in our galaxy. Yeah, that's the problem. Because <laughs> we would have seen it already. So it's like you get sucked okay. out, and then you're just dead. No, no, no. It's a space. It's a, it's a, it's a safe mission, regardless. You're it's not dying safe. on this trip. <laughs> you're on a just giant missile, basically. I mean, <laughs> that's not the scenario. I understand the scenario of going into space is dangerous, but I'm just saying, a safe trip to space or a safe trip to the bottom of the ocean. I'm going to space. I'm not going into the ocean. I'm sorry. It will never happen. I hate being out in open water. It terrifies me. I cannot go fishing because it scares the shit out of me. Unless we're like sitting down on a dock. But we went out rowing once with Lewis. We took a half gallon of fucking black velvet with us. and forgot our chasers in the car, so we just had to drink black velvet. Don't get drunk at sea. I mean. But even though we were like 50 feet out. From the shore, I was terrified because below is just monsters. Can you answer si- a question for city. me, Christian? As our resident party boy, what's up with people having parties on their yacht at the dock? Have you seen this phenomenon? Didn't we have that question answered when the when your bum friend was on here? I don't remember. I don't think but so. Why? We never answered that one. Yeah, because we talked about it. Did we? Yeah, because he was saying that like. You can rent yachts. Yeah, he's talking all about it. Oh. You can rent yachts, but a lot of the people who rent yachts can't drive them. (laughs) So you just hang out at the dock? So you just fucking party on the... Yep, you party in the dock. That's so weird to me. Because I remember when we went pontooning, there was a whole fucking group partying on a yacht. 
yeah. that was docked. I've rented kayaks from like Aqua Verde or whatever, and you go past those yachts in over there, and there's just people like drinking on the back deck at the dock. Like, take the boat out. That's the you point also won't of a get a DUI if boat. you do that. But That's if you take true. your yacht out and you're all fucking hammered, drunk, and your and your captain's drunk, DUI. Did you know, by the way, this is my favorite fact. You cannot get a DUI for riding a bicycle in the city of Seattle. That's it funny. is not a crime to ride your bike drunk. I don't see why it would be. It is other. You're operating a vehicle. Those things go 30 miles an hour. I mean, <laughs> that's true. You can fuck up a pedestrian on a bicycle. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you have a good point. But I think if you're hammered drunk and you're going 30 miles on a bicycle, you're going to fucking crash just by yourself. Yeah. But I think. Yeah, you are, but. But I think if you're drunk and you're picking up those stupid line bikes and you're riding it like on the sidewalk, you're not going to hit anybody. I was that I I know this because I was uh at somehow I wound up at this like bike party. These guys do like this like 0.8 mile race every year. They call themselves like the 0.87 club or something. And so they were at we're at Gasworks and we were drunk as shit. And then it got dark and we had to ride home. So the four of us, it was me, my two roommates, and my friend Katie, we had one headlight for our bicycle. <laughs> so we just rode in tight formation, drunk off our... <laughs> I was surprised no one crashed. It was a disaster. Dude, speaking of being drunk, uh, I almost forgot to tell the Friday night story. Oh, boy. This could be a great way to close out the fucking day. So we go out. <clears throat> it's my cousin Rex's birthday. We go out to the famous, famous Ballard. And we're all fucking shit-faced. You know, normal. We're in this bar called Shingletown. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this place? I know I know exactly where it is, because mm-hmm. I saw. I remember when it went in, and I'm like, do they really call it Shingletown? They know what shingles is, right? Anyway, carry on. And this place has, like, hay all over the place. Of course. Peanuts all over the place. And Isn't that right next to where that big fire was? It's in that same area, yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> we're in there hanging about, and we're a large group, you know. But we don't cause trouble. We never go out. <laughs> like, to, sorry, you're a large group. Like, well, I'm a large, I'm a large man. <laughs> I am a large man, but we have a large group. Yeah, like when the three of us used to stand behind the line at the <laughs> Met Mart. Yeah, it was, we were Met Mart's <laughs> fucking O-line. Yeah. So, we're hanging out. And we're, I'm telling you, man, we're pissed drunk and we're still getting booze just shoveled down our fucking throats. And all of a sudden, I go, I come out of the pisser and I see this dude throw his shoulder into my brother's back. And it knocks my brother into the bar. And, you know, that's going to piss anybody off. Because why the fuck would you do that? There's no reason for it. Was your brother standing in a place that's supposed to be a high trafficked area? This guy was talking. This guy was talking to, uh, or my brother was talking to Blake standing right next to the bar. This guy went out of his way, like two steps out of his way to throw his shoulder into my brother. That's asking for a fight. Because I will admit, if you're, if I'm on the bus and you're standing at the back door, but not getting out especially if it's a busy stop, you're taking a backpack to the face every time. So, I mean, that makes sense. If you're standing in the way, yeah. I'll usually just pat your shoulder and tell you I'm behind you in, in a bar, that is. Well, I, I know, know you don't I, take the bus, but I don't, like people I don't have this bus. bad habit. Like, 
It's an exit. There's a back door. They'll stand at the back door. They don't get out of the way, especially if there's two of them. So you have to like squeeze between the two. Like, fuck off. Like, step off the bus or don't stand here. That's yeah. your answer, right? It's easy enough. You step out the bus, you put your hand on the door so it doesn't close on you. And then once people stop getting off, you get back on. No, That's the sense. way to do it. Yeah, it makes sense. Otherwise, you're getting the backpack in the face. <clears throat> also, if you stop at the back door when there's open seats at the back of the bus, you're an asshole. Yeah. Yep. If they play that message, in order to make room for others, continue moving to the rear. They're talking to you. They're talking specifically to you, red sweatshirt headphone guy who's just in the way. Uh, Interesting. Anyway. Shout out. Shout, Shout out, out to red sweatshirt guy. <laughs> so, this guy's big. Not big as in wide, but he's like 6'4". Going out of his way to shoulder check my brother into the bar. <laughs> Usually, if I'm right there, I'm the one that gets involved right away. I just see my brother's fucking arm as he's talking to Blake. Reach behind him and grab this guy's fucking collar and yank him Jesus back. Jesus Christ. And he fucking tells this guy. He's like, dude, what's your fucking problem, man? This guy's like, fuck you. You remember me? My brother was like, I don't know who the fuck you are. He's like, you are not significant to me in any way. I don't know who the fuck you are. And this guy was like, fuck you, dude. And then his girlfriend comes out of nowhere. And I'm telling you, guys with girlfriends with loud fucking mouths, you are going to get your boyfriend's ass kicked. Just pull him away and call it a night. Do not get involved. It's a PSA that needs to be shouted out to anybody that has a fucking loud mouth girlfriend that yells at the dudes because they're not, they're not going to hit the girl. We're not going to hit this girl, obviously. No reason for it. You're not going to do that. That's fucked up. But who's going to take it? So what was the... Her fucking boyfriend's going to get his beef? ass kicked. What was he upset about? This guy literally just threw a shoulder in him and then was like, you remember me? And Jackie was he like... He didn't ever explain? Nope. Did they get in a fight? And so they start shoving, pushing and shoving. Jesus Christ. And then this girlfriend starts getting involved. And my brother's like, you know... Tell her to be quiet or this guy's going to get his ass kicked. And then out of the... I get involved. I run <laughs> up front. I run up and I'm like, hey, 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 it's okay. Nobody needs to get kicked out of this bar. Let's let's just move <laughs> That's on. That's your main concern. <laughs> I'm like, Not like just, nobody needs to get punched. Like, guys, you're going to ruin the fun. Well, it's like these guys are on their <laughs> way out. These guys are like on their way out the bar. Why are they picking a fight when they're leaving? It's like, hey, man, it's okay. Whatever happened between you and him, you guys obviously don't know each other. This fucking, through the depths of the crowd of this bar that is over six feet tall, I'm telling you, every male in this place except for Covey, who's 5'8", in this bar is over six feet mm -hmm. from the depths of hell itself, comes running, I'm telling you, running to fucking 6'4's defense. Tom Cruise, this fucking kid... Not kid, was he like but five, this four, fucking douche that? who comes running through the crowd runs directly into a brick fucking wall wearing a Hawaiian shirt with its buttons all the way down. That is me. I look at him, and the guy has the decency to run into me and then put his hands on me and say, Don't fucking touch me, bro. I shove all five, four of this guy, and I tell him, Get the fuck out of my face, Tom Cruise, or I'm going to light your ass up. Oh and God. then these guys... 
The security comes up. I'm telling you, this guy was the shortest fucker I've ever seen trying to defend a 6'4 guy. And then the next thing I know, I turn around and I got Booge. I got Blake. I got Ramon. I got fucking Max. I got the whole fucking team behind me. And everybody in here except for Kobe, who's not there yet, who would have thrown hands on impact, was waiting at the ready. Because we thought these guys had a bigger group than just one six foot four, one Ben Affleck at six foot four, and one Matt Damon. It was a typical goodwill hunting. Yeah. It was what you would call goodwill hunting. These guys were going to get their asses kicked. And I'm telling you, five four's girlfriend was going to get this guy lit up. Don't tell me your boyfriend is going to kick my ass when he's five foot four and can't do I anything. Just, I, what was this over? Like literally because this guy threw his shoulder into my brother for no reason. So then just chill out, everybody. Well, that's what I was I was trying to do. I was like, hey, get out of here. Get, you know, no need to fucking get into it. No need to. And then Tom Cruise comes up and shoves me. And then I shove him back and he almost falls on the ground. Fucking t- I, t- I tell him, I call him Tom Cruise. Get the fuck out of my face. You know, take Ben so Affleck like with you. wasted testosterone, man. I don't know. Like, Hey, I'm fine having enough testosterone. I just bar fights spooked me the fuck out because my uncle's best friend died in a bar fight. Like, you, it was a yeah, whole people are awful. scared to get yeah. their asses kicked and they will it's stab. Not, like, literally, my uncle's best friend died because like some guy shoved him from behind. He tripped and hit his head on a curb. Like, it was a total freak accident. Oh but, man, yeah, it, it was like it's super. So like, they just freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> so then security gets involved. They think we're the ones causing the trouble because we're the bigger group. But I just, you know, I'm calm. You certainly weren't de-escalating the situation. I'm calm. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. A, a, a small I'm person laughing. across the room. I mean. And I said, hey, you know, I said Tom Cruise and his buddy came up and shoved my brother for no reason. And they're picking a fight. We don't know who they are. We don't want to fight. We don't want to fight. And the security guard went up to those guys and said these exact words. Get the fuck out of here. And I loved it. <laughs> and then he came over to me. And said, hey, I really appreciate you guys not throwing hands. He's like, pushing and shoving is what we'll, we'll tolerate. But nothing in the sense of throwing fucking bottles and throwing hands. Why would they tolerate that? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're not trying to fight, man. We're not we'll to tolerate fight. you throwing a bottle at someone. But if you break it and try and stab him, that's the line. We're in too, <laughs> we're in too good of a mood <laughs> to try hell. to fight. But there's literally people out there that just go out to try to fight. That's I don't weird. Understand. That's like a f- nice neighborhood, too, man. That's just... It's overrun by douchebags. That's true. That was a problem when I moved there. Yeah. Because, this is going to make me sound like such a douchebag, but when I (laughs) moved to Ballard when I was like 24, it was the hip neighborhood because it was where all the UW girls would go to hang out to avoid the frat boys. And then like within six months of me moving in, all the frat boys figured this out. So then they all moved in and most of the girls left because that's how it goes. You know, it's like a game of cat and mouse. I don't know where they all are anymore. It was Wally, It was Capitol Hill for a while. I think it was Wallingford for some reason for a second. Now I have no fucking idea where people hang out. But Ballard. Anyway. Yeah. We used to hang out at King's Hardware and all those shitty places, man. We don't go to King's anymore. That place fucking sucks. Are you familiar with the idea of a Rubik's Cube party? No. Any of you? No. So the idea is you wear clothes in six different colors. And the goal is by the end of the night to have traded clothes with enough strangers that you're monochromatic. Right? So if you're wearing, like you want to wear all white, you start with like a white shirt and an orange sweatshirt and blue socks or something. 
And by the end of the day, you have to be in all white, right? I, I feel so bad for the poor soul switching socks with me. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. My foot is cheesy. Here you go. Yeah. That's that. That's how you get diseases. I traded shirts with some woman in the bathroom at King's Hardware because of this party situation. So. I'd never heard of such a thing. No? These were cool like 10 years ago when I was a youngin. You know. I don't know what the kids are up to these days. The only thing that's cool now is trying to pick fights for no fucking reason. I'm telling you. That's never been cool. (laughs) Fighting's not cool. Fighting is not cool. Not cool at all. And that's why if you go out looking for a fight. Go to the boxing gym for that, man. You're a fucking douchebag. And you're going to get your ass kicked. I'm telling you. PSA. Girlfriends, no, don't yeah. try to get your boyfriends into a fight, especially with a group of people that doesn't want to fight them. It's not going to be good. And I tell you this because these Christian, girls were yelling at... This is a PSA. You're an adult now. Punching a person in the face is a felony anywhere. It's I don't assault, punch people in the face. Right? Period. I don't punch people in you the face, You cannot get man. into a fight as an adult. Period. It's always a felony. So don't do it. I mean... Those bars aren't going to call the cops unless it's... It doesn't matter. The guy who you punched could call the cops, and it's still a felony. I mean, no, you have a point. Yeah, but I, I know fight. I do. I mean, you're telling me this You're telling me this. like I go out there and try to fight. I just push and shove. I, it's a PSA for the listeners and for, you know. It's a PSA. Yeah. Don't get your boyfriend's asses kicked. <laughs> Stay out of the fucking business and just take your boyfriend and get the fuck out. That's it. Nobody needs to get beat up. If I were out and about and I were drunk and and somebody I knew was trying to f- fucking speak for me, I'd be pissed. I would be yeah, like, dude, weird. do not fucking say anything. Or, you know, even if it's like a girlfriend, I'd be like, don't get my ass kicked. I, I re- just I'm let just me so de-escalate I want to know what this guy thought your brother did. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah. <laughs> and, then this, and then the two girlfriends of Tom Cruise and Ben Affleck are literally yelling at us, saying that these guys are going to kick our ass. Dude, there's fucking eight of us. These guys are not going to do anything to two of us. They're not going to do anything. You're not going to get jumped. Nobody's going to fight. But if you're fucking with the wrong crowd, let's say these dudes did this to a whole different crowd that's not us. And these girlfriends are saying, my boyfriend's going to kick your ass. All five foot four, buck 25 of Tom Cruise is going to be laying in a bale of hay. (laughs) Sleeping in his own ragu. So, are there li- is there literally just like bales of hay around? There's just hay all over Does the place. Does it smell like hay? I don't know like... where the fuck all this hay is coming from. <laughs> but your your drink straws, your drink straws are fucking straw. Okay. It's it's okay. pretty cool. I, I'm I've never you. been in that bar. I know where it is. It's seen... you know at first I Wait, was like, is it right next to the Bank of America? Yes. Yeah, that used to be the hot dog restaurant I would go to all the time. So I I, I literally. Was thinking about this place. I was like, this place just doesn't seem like my cup of tea. But that really? place is really fun. It seems like the country western bar of your dreams, man. I, I prefer live music over DJ. Like the Tractor Tavern? Tractor Tavern's cool. Yeah. Little Red Hand is cool. You know, like I love those places because of live music, live country music. But this place is really cool. If you don't feel like getting your fucking boots on and your button-up shirts... But you just feel like going out and getting shit faced and having fun. Hmm. Hmm. It's hmm. a fun place. Shingletown. Shingletown, Why, folks. That seems 
dirty. They're dealing with a homeless person who's opening the doors and yelling at everybody and banging on the windows. That is what that article is about. Oh, is that what so that So if Tim is confused about the article, I'm sorry you're confused. Uh, it's literally a homeless guy that's going around tormenting these businesses for no fucking reason. Jeez. Seattle Council's rigged. What are you talking about? It's you complaining rigged. about politics now? It's rigged, man. I don't want Kashama Sawant to fucking... She won. It's bullshit, man. Well, she got your oh. $15 minimum wage. What are you complaining oh, about? Oh, look at this. I don't make minimum wage. But she goes, oh, look at this. We found a whole box of votes that we didn't have a couple of That's days ago. That's what always happens. They had them. They just didn't count them. Fucking bullshit. You're crazy. I'm not man. getting political here. I just hate. That's the every people. election ever. The like your most, friend, your friend most... who was giving me shit for not riding the bus and driving my car. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't you ride shit the for bus. Not riding the bus because you have a direct. Not... When you used to work at the Met Mart, you had a direct bus route from your house to the Met Mart, and you would still drive your fucking car and complain yeah. about not being able to find parking. Yeah. That's absurd. Pretty much. You could save money and not have to worry about parking if you just took that bus. It oh, runs every 20 minutes. <laughs> I used to ride the same one. <laughs> no, I don't take the bus. Uh-huh. I don't take the bus because I hate dealing with public transportation. I hate being late. I've never been late ever to work, and I take the bus my very first day at my new job that I will not say the name of. <laughs> very first day I take the bus. Because I had to go downtown. Yeah. I was 30 minutes late. Yeah. Well, you need to account for that. I take the bus to work every day. I'm never I late, did account ever. for that. I got on the bus and I literally had to get off because she said, there's no more space in here. Even though there was fucking empty handrails. You know, the little loop things. Mm-hmm. There was empty ones. I said, I can hold on to that. I need to get to work. Now I got kicked off the bus. So you didn't account for the extra time it takes to ride the bus. Then. And then so... Because well, if you have to take when I left the next my house, bus, that When I left my house with an hour to spare to take one bus downtown, an hour should be enough. Mm, disagree. To get for downtown? A bus, to get for a downtown? Bus, for a bus that comes every 15 minutes? Yeah. It takes 40 minutes to make that trip. But you know so. the bus... No, no, no. The bus that literally goes right down there goes straight to downtown. It takes two stops oh, and goes straight express? to downtown. Oh, oh. So I accounted for it. I got fucked over. Because there's not enough room. Yes, there is. There's fucking handrails right there. You asshole. I'm going to get on this bus and I'm going to take it to work. No, I, had to, I got to work 30 minutes late. It was the first time I've ever mm-hmm. been late to work. And I also don't ride the bus because fucking stinky homeless people sleep on there and hang out and do their drugs and shit. And I hate them. I hate, I hate homeless people. I have no sympathy for them. Fuck them. Anyway, oh, geez. with that being said, that's my rant of Seattle bullshit. Oh, God. Diarrhea. Fucking goddamn Korean fried chicken's fucking my shit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. With that being said, I'm sweating like a fucking pig. Yeah, I think we're out. I think we're good. You're at an hour 15. That's a good episode. Word. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for joining us today. <laughs> He's dying over there. What the fuck's going one on? Like he goes one prayer for Christian. Christian yeah. mm-hmm. He's got his pant leg rolled up like he's a fucking bike messenger right now, man. <laughs> I don't know if he's ridden a bike in his entire life. I have ridden a bike. What do you, how do you feel about cyclists in Seattle? All right, let's end. <laughs> <laughs> Before we have another hour on cyclists. <sighs> yeah, cyclists are fine. He's never gone on a run about cyclists. Yeah, so. fuck him. Yeah. Why do you hate cyclists? 
I, I like cyclists that aren't douchebags, but that's, Seattle has so a lot of cyclists. There's see, that's the thing. There but that's are, actually not that that that's a myth. Like there's as many bad drivers as there are bad cyclists. Well, the bad yeah. cyclists. Oh yeah, there's, there's also terrible hate the drivers. drivers. I hate the drivers yeah. in Seattle, I, and I, I hate, hate the drivers in Seattle too. I hate public that's transportation. Not a myth. I hate the drivers, and I hate the bicyclists here. I'm just saying, there's not more bad cyclists than there are bad drivers. There's about the same of each. Just the yeah, bad exactly. cyclists yeah, yeah. stand out more. Is the thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, because the they run stop signs. So much to me. They as run stop signs and almost assholes. get killed, and then they blame me for. So it. do drivers, though. I've seen when it's I used true. to drive hour to work at six we in the morning. We were driving today, and, and you followed someone into a parking spot oh. because it looked like they were <laughs> yes, in a lot of cars. Because it looked literally looked like a line of cars trying to turn right, and this guy was just sitting in his car on the. Phone. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is literally parked cars. <laughs> but when I used to drive hour to work at six in the morning, like stoplights are optional at that time. Yeah. Like the number of red lights I saw run, and I'm like, where are the god? Like, if one traffic cop could make bank if they were out between five and six in the morning, because like, again, the traffic laws just seem to be optional at this point. It's crazy. It's the wild west. Like, what the hell's going on? Anyway. That's my rant about Seattle drivers. And also my favorite point ever is, so when I come to my house from I-5, the off-ramp leads to an on-ramp to I-5, but I have to go straight here, right? So, like, I'm at a stop sign. I'm trying to go straight. You bear left to get on I-5, and then there's also, like, a merge in where everyone who's coming from the side is trying to get onto I-5, right? And everyone assumes, even though I don't have my signal on, that I'm getting on I-5. So I've almost gotten sideswiped like a thousand times at this intersection. And my point is like, I don't have a turn signal to signal that I'm going straight. All right? (laughs) Stop (laughs) assuming that I'm like every other Seattle douchebag and I just don't use my blinkers because I would put on my turn signal if I wanted to bear left there. I don't. I want to go straight. My house is right there. (laughs) All right? You live in a very, very (sighs) shitty area. by uh, Those two freeway... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's bad. Horrible. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's bad. I used to have to get on the freeway there after work. I mean, sometimes I go around up 11th and cross Roosevelt just so I don't have to deal with this situation. Because it's <laughs> I don't been fucking blame bad. You. Like, I don't blame oh you. It's God. fucking it terrible. Bicyclists and drivers in Seattle are all just fucking spurgs. <laughs> what? Spurgs? <laughs> yeah. They're a bunch of fucking idiots. They're yeah, same bad. thing. The yeah, amount of idiot drivers. Bad. And I think driving, The here's the craziest thing. People who try to drive Uber safe end up being more dangerous <laughs> because yeah. it's it's true. Like people who are driving super ultra mega safe, it's way more dangerous to do that than it is to just go a little bit over the speed limit on the fucking freeway where, you know, there's there's too many things for me to say Uber super safe is more dangerous than being, you know, not reckless, but driving like a fucking normal human being. The the one thing that drives me nuts are the people who go from lane to lane, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, no signal, but just immediately abruptly yeah. do it. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they'll they'll stay in one lane, they'll tailgate, and then they'll no signal, go back to the other one, and then cut right back in. And then it, yeah. it just drives me nuts. The weavers, and then, man. People who don't know how to use merge lanes are fucking retards, man. Yeah, I just there's so that. many fucking crazy things here. People, if you're not from Seattle, all you New Jersey folk, all you fucking Germans in Germany and the Spaniards in Spain, <laughs> fucking don't come to Seattle thinking we can drive. Uh. Half this fucking city is too busy making bike lanes in the middle of fucking ginormous busy streets 
and then putting fucking unnecessary stoplights on merging freeways. It is well, <laughs> so dumb. Okay, the stoplights on the freeway, that's a, that doesn't have anything to do with people being bad at merging. That's to limit access to the freeway so the traffic stays going. Like, And the bike lanes on busy streets, would you prefer those bicyclists on the street? Uh, the I prefer them on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's not going to happen because those sidewalks are a fucking disaster. I mean, they were on the sidewalk for a long time and it was fine. Trust, well, they can still, they, it's legal to ride on the sidewalk. But to like have a road that was like once in access and then have them throw up no enter signs because it's like a fucking bike street. Mm. Fuck you. I'm going to drive down that road. Oh, Jesus Christ. And you guys can hit me with your bicycles. Like so I'll just go underneath my car. I saw <laughs> a moment of road rage where this bicyclist and this car were like honking and flipping each other off. And then the car, like, zoomed in front of the bicyclist and slammed on his brakes and started weaving so he couldn't get by. It was the weirdest. I'm like, oh, these two going to punch each other? Seriously. <laughs> oh, and then they went over the hill. While well, Vito's in the bathroom, and we should wrap, but I have one more complaint about Seattle drivers. This is a public service announcement. If you're in a parking lot or a parking garage, the proper protocol is that you circle until you find an empty spot. You don't wait for someone walking oh, their shopping cart yeah, to no, the car. Fuck that. You don't wait for someone who got in their car just now. You don't wait for backup lights. You circle until you find an empty spot. Okay? S- drives me nuts, man. People don't also, walk, People an don't SUV walk. is not a compact car. So if the spot is labeled compact, don't park your <laughs> SUV <laughs> they're there. They're fucking parked in like the white and like the two white stripes so you can't park next to them. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking like, assholes, what man. What are you doing? Ugh. I hate the city so much, but I have to live here. It's I just the, the parking garage thing really here. drives me nuts because I go to the <coughs> Greater Joe's in the U District and people will just like stop and wait that for like parking a person lot is who's the worst walking parking, to their car. One of the worst parking lots ever. I and will, like, it drives me nuts too because like the parking the it's busy, but oftentimes there are open spots. You just have to keep circling. Yeah. Like you just, just do it. I, I will go to Shoreline just to avoid that Trader Joe's parking lot. That in the U District, yeah. I just will not go to that one. I mean that um, one. That one is bad, but it's not the worst. You, the, at least you have the option to walk there if you if you you know if you really we want do to, that you sometimes. But our, whenever R and I go to the grocery store, we always end up buying so many beverages that it's like we ain't carrying. You just need to have it. Yeah, you a need six to have pack it. of fucking beer and a twelve pack of seltzer home. We just not like. All right, that's what the car is for. But <laughs> thirty brass monkeys I drank yesterday, and the Korean fried chicken I had is literally. It's knocking on the goal line. Of that is my asshole, and I need to go. Word. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you, folks, for coming. Love you all, Vito. I'm so happy to have you back, buddy. Missed you. Woo. Feels so good to be back. All right. See you, knuckleheads, next week. See you. <laughs>